Within is being brought to you by St. Clair Health, expert care from people who care. Hello, everybody. We hope everyone is having an incredible summer. Today, we are here at Outreach Teen and Family Services office. This is Maggie Zangara, who is the program manager here. I will be hosting the podcast today, and I have two incredible guests who are actually interning at Outreach Teen and Family Services this summer. I am so excited to introduce Megan and Molly Maselko. Thank you so much for being here today. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? So I'm Megan Maselko. Like Maggie said, I'm interning here this summer at Outreach. I am currently going to be a junior at John Carroll University outside of Cleveland, Ohio, where I'm studying psychology, and I've really enjoyed this experience of getting to work with Maggie this summer and learn from her from the best, of course, and getting to hopefully pursue my future career of therapy as well. That's incredible. I'm Molly Maselko. Um, I'm also a rising junior at John Carroll University like Megan. Um, I'm studying biology and psychology with the hopes of being a genetic counselor one day. So I'm really excited to be working here this summer to get some counseling background experience. Yes, that's amazing. And I guess I should say there's a lot of multiples going around here. You guys are twins yes. and I'm a triplet. So that's a that's a fun little uh Fun little, what do you call it? It's a fun fact. Fun fact, that's right. <laughs> All right, so we're going to start here today with our fast five. Um, and the first question is stars or stripes? I think I'm probably a stripes girl. I don't know You are. I love that. You know, I think I'm going to have to pick uh, stars. <laughs> I have a pair of star leggings and they're so fun. So, really fun. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I think stripes is a classic uh, pattern for sure. All right. Next, vanilla or chocolate? Chocolate, hands down. Mm. Nothing wrong with I'm the opposite. I'm a vanilla gal. I've always just like preferred vanilla ice cream over chocolate, vanilla cake over chocolate. I'm just, I'm a big vanilla gal. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Can I pick both? Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Morning person or night owl for our third, our third fast five? I'm definitely more of a night owl. I hate waking up early in the mornings. I sleep in as late as possible. If I could stay in my bed until noon every day, I would. And sometimes I do. So <laughs> definitely a night person. See, this one's tricky for me because I don't like staying up super late. But like if it's too early in the morning, like I'm not into it. But I overall, I think I would say more of a morning person. Okay. And what's too early? I think anything before 8. Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think I'm with Megan here. I am a night owl and I would prefer to sleep in as long as possible. Alarms, <laughs> alarm clocks are not, not my friend oh, in the morning, <laughs> <laughs> but coffee definitely is. <laughs> All right. What about sweet or salty? I think I'm more of a sweet girl. Mm -hmm. I'm not a big fan of sweet or salty. I'm more of a 
I'm probably more of a sweet gal. I've always just had a sweet tooth. I've always loved sugar. Don't get me wrong. I love a good salty treat here and there, but <laughs> I have big sweet tooth, so I'm going to go with sweet. All right, sweets. Yeah, I agree. Like, I always have to have a dessert after every meal. Like, definitely sweet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think I had to pick salty. I don't have that big of a sweet tooth, but I love crackers. Yeah, I could yeah. eat yep. so many crackers. <laughs> Not picky. Any any crackers oh, is yeah. a good cracker. <laughs> All right. And lastly, dogs or cats? Well, I'm definitely a cat person. I love dogs. Don't get me wrong. But we have three little kitties at home. So mm. I've grown up around cats. So I'm going to have to pick my kitties. Makes sense. Yeah. No, I'm the same. I love dogs too. But there's some of my cats just for having them. I love them. Yeah, yeah. So my family grew up with dogs, specifically labs, yellow labs. So I'm a sucker for dogs, but um, cats are growing on me. Yeah, yeah. Once you know a cat, like I feel like people, when they don't know cats, like I hate cats, but once Mm -hmm. you know them, Mm -hmm. you never go back. They're very charming and they have a lot of like their own personalities and attitudes, I feel like. Awesome. All right. So we are going to uh, pause for a second, and I would like to thank St. Clair Health for being our annual sponsor. At St. Clair Health, we're always improving, building on our commitment to face the challenges of today, making an impact on the communities we serve so we can be stronger together. St. Clair Health, expert care from people who care. All right, so now we're going to get into the content of today's episode, and really I would like to discuss with the both of you going to college and what that was like. We have a lot of viewers who who are juniors or seniors in, in high school and are starting to really think about their futures, and though there are multiple pathways um, to consider after graduating from high school. I think college is something that a lot of a lot of teenagers think about. Um, and so, you know, kind of starting, I wonder if we could conversate a little bit about how was it like getting ready to leave home uh, for the first time, unless you've had prior experiences um, away from home. But I feel like college is a great opportunity to explore the world in the sense to explore a new a new um a new home for the first time and I'm wondering if you could share a little bit of insight about your experience leaving home for the first time I mean I definitely like we never really went away from home at all without our parents I've never went away to like summer camp or anything so college was really the first time that we like went away from home without them and like I definitely admit I cried when they left when they dropped me off at school but I think, like, definitely it was really cool, like, getting to be independent. And, like, when you meet your friends there, like, you, you kind of all have each other's back. Like, so they kind mm-hmm. of look out for you in a way that, like, your parents would, I guess. Like, you would do the same for them. So, like, once you find like, your good community, like, it doesn't, like, not that it doesn't matter that you're not around your parents. Mm-hmm. But you definitely feel like you can, you can do it. You can be out there on your own without them. Yeah. You know, I I guess a quick follow-up is I think kind of along the same um, concept is a lot of of people, I think, especially growing up in a a certain township or community, 
you kind of create a friend group, right? And uh, you become so close. And I think college is another opportunity to make new friends. But sometimes for the first time in a minute. Yeah. And oh, how sure. how is that? So it was definitely weird, especially for us. So we actually started our first semester all online from home. Mm-hmm. So that was really difficult to even like make friends because you don't get to have that like small talk with the person sitting next to you before class starts. Like really get to like work on group projects. So you're not really getting to like make those connections that you necessarily would in person. Mm-hmm. But once you got in person, it was super nice to get to see these people that like you could recognize from just like the screen from home and like get to actually like talk to them and have those like conversations in the first place. So I really liked like obviously didn't enjoy starting from home, mm-hmm. but I definitely enjoyed getting to like see these people online first. And then when I got to in person, I was able to like, actually recognize people that I got to see from like back home in a way and like at school and we barely knew anyone from our high school going to John Carroll as well. So it was really cool to get to like have those connections already before going to school. Yeah, you know that's such a you went to college at such a interesting time (laughs) during COVID. Um, So I can imagine, did you feel grateful in a sense that you kind of already had not connections, but you were aware in a sense of, of some people based on online school. So when you did see them in person, uh, you kind of had a a good thing you already were like a one step ahead of the game maybe yeah, it was definitely reassuring i know like my roommate for this past year i actually met her online we had like zoom calls we were in the same class so it was so nice to like finally get to meet this person in person that i've been talking to for the past several months like via zoom calls yeah so it was reassuring to like get to see these people for the first time and like know at least a little bit about them that i wouldn't have known but prior to coming on campus right right so now remind me, was the first semester online or your first year of college? First semester. Okay, okay. Um, so then how was, after that first semester ended, um, did you know that you were going to be going back to in-person? Or, or what was that experience like? Was there unknown because of COVID? or? Like, I think things were still kind of like up in the air until like about like a week before we were moving in. They're like, all right, you're good to go. And then, of course, like we got there. And we had to get tested and everything. Um, and then I actually had to go home because my school thought I had COVID because, like, their tests were positive and everything. It was a whole thing. But I ended up okay. going home for, like, a week and a half, like, right after I got there. So that was another setback, too. Yeah. It was fun. <laughs> wow. So there was yeah. a lot of adapting oh, yeah. going on during this time for the both of you. Yeah. Did you find, though, that everyone in your year, right, was kind of in the same boat, had online school the first semester. Do you feel like there was any, this this unique experience, do you feel like that was bonding at all, or? I think it kind of was. Like, I feel like we all got there, and we were all like, yeah, we're in the same boat, but, like, we're going to get through it together. Mm -hmm. It's all going to be okay. Mm -hmm. It was really interesting because so many of us missed our prompts and graduations, like, hearing about what different schools across the country did for yeah that's a good point see who got to do what and like their shared experience like we all got to like bond over what everyone got to do Mm -hmm. because you were really one of those graduating classes that unfortunately missed out on you graduated high school when 2020 2020 yes you were the big class yeah (laughs) yeah 
you know, I'm sure that was unfortunate and, and difficult in itself, but it is, I'm sure it was interesting to hear across the country from different students what their experiences were like. Yeah. You have a very unique uh, story that a lot of us don't have. So that that's maybe a, a positive spin on a very un, un, uh, a difficult time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, moving on, I think I'm a counselor here um, as well at Outreach. And something that I normally comes up in a session working with a teen is um, some thinking, some some contemplation about going to college and if that is something that they're really considering picking a major. It is something that I feel like in our society is really pushed upon 18-year-olds. And um, I went to college myself. I remember being 18. I had no idea what I wanted to do. But some people do. And I think that's great. But I think a lot of people don't. And I think, um, you know, to to all the teenagers that don't know what they want to do, I want to let them know that it's okay, and you have a lot of time, actually, to figure out a career path that would be um, satisfying and fulfilling. But um, how was this experience for the both of you? It sounds like you're both rising juniors um, at, at John Carroll, and you have pretty defined at this point career paths that you're pursuing. Was that always the case or how was picking a major? I know for me personally, I kind of realized what I wanted to do in high school. Mm -hmm. and like I had been a patient at Outreach previously. Mm -hmm. So for me, like getting to have that experience and like having that for me and seeing how therapy works for other people as well. Like I know that I wanted to pursue a career that would allow me to help people the way that I was helped personally. So I kind of knew in the back of my mind, like throughout high school, that this is something that I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And John Carroll allowed me a specific major that allowed me to focus on more clinical and counseling psychology rather than more of a general psychology major. Because yeah. psychology, there is so much you can do with psychology. I know even like my first semester, even though I was online, I ended up taking a course all about different like, things that you could do with a psychology major once you graduate which I found really, really helpful because so many people that are majoring in psychology are like, well, that's great. I have this major. Well, now what can I do with mm -hmm. it? So it really like opened my eyes to like, even though I kind of knew what I wanted to do, I kind of saw that there's so many different things. If I do decide that like maybe counseling isn't the right path for me, but I still want to do something with psychology because I found such a passion for it. Yeah. I still do something else with it too. That is awesome. So you took a course that allowed you to explore all the different specific career paths with un in the umbrella of psychology. Wow, really cool. And then for me, like, I've always knew since probably like middle school, like I've always been interested in biology and that stuck through like sophomore year biology class and then I took AP biology my senior year. So I pretty much knew that I wanted to be studying biology. Um, but mm -hmm. I wasn't really sure exactly what I wanted to do with it. And, like, I, I knew I really liked the genetics aspect of it, too. But I still just, like, wasn't really sure what I could do with it. And, like, when I got to school, like, when I got to college, it kind of seemed like a lot of biology students, it was, like, assumed that you were going to go to medical school and become a doctor. And mm -hmm. that was stuff that, that seems like too much pressure for me. And I mm -hmm. can't do, like, the blood and guts and everything. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I don't want to go to med school. 
that's definitely not for me. But I like I was like I was still like really interested in biology and genetics. So I just did a couple of Google searches and I saw genetic counseling and I was like, this actually sounds really interesting to me. Like you basically like, help people with like genetic conditions and stuff and explain mm-hmm. to them and help them and like that just sounded like something that would be really interesting, something I would want to do one day. And it was great that John Carroll had that career track oh, yeah. for you. Yeah. So I'm majoring in biology and minoring in psychology. So I'm like combining both of those aspects. There. Wonderful. Now, do you have friends who <clears throat> don't know what they want to do? And what are those conversations like? Oh, absolutely. I know like one of my best friends actually started out as a psychology major and now mm-hmm. she's majoring in communications. So two like completely different disciplines, but like the great thing about college is that like, you don't have to know what you want to do as soon as you get there. A lot of people think that like just because you're going to college, you need to start off right away with the classes that you have to take for your major to graduate on time. But like that's why like so many schools offer these like general ed credits. Yes. So you have the opportunity to take these classes from all these different disciplines and see what you really like for yourself. So she took a class on like English stuff and realized that was probably more her her choice mm-hmm. than psychology and she still likes the psychology but she figured that this was going to be a better fit for her mm-hmm. so allowing her to change her major like definitely was a huge thing for her and allowed her the freedom to actually do what she wants to do and change her mind mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's okay to change your mind yeah, yeah absolutely and, like people go in like undecided all the time like and they can just kind of like see the lay of the land and like ask people their majors questions and stuff and like it is totally okay to go in without even a clue what you want to do because there's oftentimes like so many different resources and like ways to ask around to kind of figure out what you want to do and if you figure out and then you change your mind that's also okay exactly exactly and molly you bring up a really good point about resources Mm -hmm. the university i went to had such a great resource and support system and people that really wanted their students to figure out what they wanted to do that would lead to a happy and fulfilling life. At John Carroll, what type of resources have you found to be helpful for yourself or for friends who are in that exploration phase about different career paths? I'm pretty sure one of our friends started off undecided and then she was talking about like this one class where they kind of like explore different majors and different careers in those majors and I think she chose like criminology because she was really interested in that kind of stuff. Yeah. And it was like a career center and you know. even talking to like your professors too. I know like I was able to talk to one of my professors and just get more information about like what I wanted to do and like if this would genuinely be the best fit for me and like having that relationship with my professor allowed me to like open up like a, just a world of possibilities for myself mm-hmm. so having those conversations with your professors is always a great thing because you know they're in the field themselves they made it through their college experience too they were exactly in the same place that we were so just having that conversation with professors and even other students too and like hearing about the classes that they're taking like i took a class in a criminology department but i'm a psychology major but it sounded fun so i figured might as well take it so just having just conversations with other people around you is a super easy resource to figure out what you want to do. And I think one of the best, because um, a lot of the times, even in college, you're learning all the great things about a specific career, like a, like being a counselor. But if you're able to really um, go outside your comfort zone and connect with a counselor and ask, what is a day in the life like? Hey, would it be okay if I shadow you for a day? Um, I think it really helps 
people who are studying for a specific degree or, or to be in a certain, you know, field or profession, the inside look of what a day is like. Because sometimes I feel like books to the practical side of a job can be different. And, yeah. and a lot of times do look different. So I think also, you know, it is just having conversations, um, being open-minded about, um, talking to different people and their and what they do for a living and being comfortable being uncomfortable in in the journey of uh, finding finding out what you want to do and knowing you always have the choice to switch um and i think there's a statistic that uh currently people switch switch jobs at least eight times throughout the work being in the work field uh so it's not it's not like you're stuck in one job forever. I think that's always comforting to know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I would like to pause and thank St. Clair Health for their generosity in sponsoring this first season of Teens Tap In. At St. Clair Health, we're always improving, building on our commitment to face the challenges of today, making an impact on the communities we serve so we can be stronger together by creating reliable resources that recognize all of our neighbors with access to the highest quality healthcare, advanced care close to home, and a shared humanity that delivers on our joint vision to create a healthier community for all. St. Clair Health, expert care from people who care. So we have time for around one more question. Um, but I, I think this would be fun to, to talk about for the rest of our episode. I'm curious to know, what was a surprise for each of you going to college that you, was unexpected, you know, about your experience? I think for me, the biggest surprise, this is going to sound so silly, but just seeing people in person, seeing people's heights, which is so <laughs> weird to think about. But even like you follow these people on social media and like for us we saw them on the zoom camera every day yeah like you don't get to know how tall these people are so you may like think in your head like everyone thought i was going to be like short they thought i was going to be like five three and like i'm five seven five eight ish so like, yeah people in person for the first time and seeing like what they like genuinely look like was such like a nice surprise to me and getting to like actually like form these bigger connections with these actual real people they are <laughs> the screen. right no that's a good one probably for me like the independence kind of I mean like obviously mm -hmm. we were like going away from home and like I was a little nervous about it but like I definitely remember at the beginning like realizing I didn't need to text my mom telling her where I was going mm -hmm. because I would always be like hey like can I like do this and like then I was like, wait, I'm literally at school. Like, she doesn't, she doesn't care where I am as long as I'm okay. And like, kind of like when we're all in the same boat like that, like, just, I don't know, like the independence of it, I guess. Well, college really is, again, the first time where a lot of students are away from their parents for the first time. And I think having that sense of freedom for the first time is an adjustment for for parents as well as for the students who are um, first years, you know, in college. Um, how did you find balancing like extracurriculars and a social life? I think for me first, I, I, I definitely like, I, I feel like I've kind of called myself a nerd, like 
definitely care about my school a lot. So for me, I try to focus on school first and then kind of like dive into the extracurriculars. But it's definitely, I feel like, important to get out there because that's how I made like almost all of my friends, like mm-hmm. to get out there. Because especially when you get to college, like so many people share your interests and you don't, you don't even realize. Mm-hmm. So I kind of like once I figure out my school and adjusted to that, then I was able to kind of see how I could fit in like one extracurricular. Maybe like if I had enough time, see if I could do another and things like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And for me, one big thing that I found was I'm a person that can do like homework, like work on stuff with other people too. I'm able to like focus on both at the same time. So even just asking like friends to work on homework together, like yeah. dinner together and like work on something. Like that was a huge way to both work on my schoolwork, which I also care very much about, mm-hmm. uh, while also building these relationships with people and, like, feeling productive in both my social life and my school life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Did you find at all that it did take time to learn how to balance school and a social life just because there was that sense of freedom? No one was telling you, hey, Hey Megan, you have to sit down now and you know do your homework. Did you finish that math assignment? Um, it's it's up to it's up to you at that at yeah. that point. So it was definitely difficult at first. I know like I'm a huge nap taker, so even <laughs> like after class, I would totally want to just like roll back into my bed and take a nap. But I also wanted to like meet people. Like these are people I'm going to be spending the next four years with. Yeah. So it was definitely difficult at first to try and like also find time for my schoolwork while also like mm-hmm. taking care of myself and like my own health while also taking care of my social life. So mm-hmm. it was definitely a lot to balance. But I think after like the first few weeks and starting to get myself into that routine a little bit definitely helped to make things easier. Yeah. I feel like it's also like because you're used to in high school like being in class from eight to three every day. But in college, you might only have, like, one class. Or, like, my freshman year, I didn't have any classes on Tuesdays at all. Mm-hmm. So you have all this extra free time, but it's, like, a way of, like, how to use it. Yeah, you think, oh, I have all this free time. Like, I just need to get a couple of assignments done. But it's so then you realize, like, how long everything takes. And I mean, you still get good free time and time to study and whatnot. But that was definitely an adjustment to be have all this time and make sure I had enough time to get stuff done, but also make sure I was like taking care of myself. Yeah. There's less structure Yeah, and a whole lot more freedom. Yeah. So I can imagine um, it did take a, a decent amount of time, right. To adjust to that new way of, sure. of doing life. Yeah. Um, what would you say would be some tips that you would give some, some students who are going to college for the first time to really help with that, period of adapting i would definitely say like make a routine for yourself even like Mm -hmm. marking off time like for like your meals for sleep like those are some of the first things that people forget about when they Mm -hmm. get to college is that you still have to eat two three meals every day you still have to get your like six to eight hours of sleep every night whereas Mm -hmm. a lot of times when you're at college you think you can just stay up till two in the morning when you have class at 8 a.m so i know like finally like Forming a routine for myself really, really helped in like marking off specific time to do my assignments, specific time to go hang out with friends, mm-hmm. watch Netflix, do whatever I needed to do. So just having that routine really helps set you up in a good place to focus on yourself and be the best you that you can be. Yeah, I think that that yes, <laughs> yes, yes, great answer. Really setting up a routine and and planning out. Um, 
as much as you need to do if that's you know eating sleeping what time to do that at or uh, definitely knowing when your school and your school schedule would be important as well any other tips um, i would say like there's gonna be times you're probably gonna get burnt out and like definitely pay attention to that because mm -hmm. there have been times where I just want to keep going on an assignment, but it's like past midnight. And like, just make sure you're taking care of yourself. It'll get done tomorrow. Like, don't don't get too stressed out. Take mm -hmm. care of yourself, or else everything else is gonna fall apart with you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And kind of going off that too, like it's okay to ask your professors like for help too. Like if you're struggling with an assignment or you're struggling to reach a deadline, like professors are willing to work with you so if you ask them be like hey i'm just really struggling i've got a lot of my plate right now mm -hmm. nine times out of ten your professor is going to be understanding because at the end of the day they're a person too so they yeah. have, they've been in your shoes before too where you've had those last minute assignments that you're working on so it's always better to ask your professor if you need a little bit of extra time on an assignment or if you just need anything at all they have a bunch of great resources too that they can definitely send your way such a good point. Professors are human. We're all human. <laughs> yes, I think that's. Um, I think that's a great place to wrap up, actually. Um, so, lastly, this podcast would not be possible without the support of Saint Clair Health. So, please listen to the following ad. At Saint Clair Health, we're always improving, building on our commitment to face the challenges of today making an impact on the communities we serve so we can be stronger together. St. Clair Health, expert care from people who care. All right. Well, thank you to all of our listeners for your support. I wanted to give a special thank you to Molly and Megan, Megan and Molly. Thank you for having us. Absolutely. For being such incredible interns with Outreach this summer, as well as for being guests on today's podcast episode. Um, we also just want to give a shout out. Hope everyone is enjoying their summer. And please just remember, Outreach is here for you and your family if you need anything. Um, and that that wraps it up. So thank you so much again for joining. Thank you. Our pleasure. All right. Take care, everybody. The views and opinions expressed in the Teens Tap In podcast represent the opinions of the hosts and their guests. The views and opinions expressed by Outreach Teen and Family Services employees, donors, and volunteers are their own and do not necessarily reflect the view of Outreach Teen and Family Services or the show's sponsors. The content here should not be taken as counseling advice. The content here is for informational purposes only and because each person is unique Please consult your mental health provider or physician for any mental health counseling or other medical questions. The podcast should not be used in any legal capacity whatsoever, including, but not limited to, establishing a standard of care in a legal sense or as a basis for expert witness testimony. No guarantee is given regarding the accuracy of any statements or opinions made on the podcast. If you find any error in any of the content of the podcast, please contact us at podcasts at outreachteen.org. 
Outreach Teen and Family Services, its sponsors, donors, and partners expressly disclaim any and all liability or responsibility for any direct, indirect, incidental, special, consequential, or other damages whatsoever arising out of any individual's use of, reference to, reliance on, or inability to use this podcast or the information presented in this podcast. Please go to www.outreachteen.org to see the complete notice and disclaimer for the podcast episodes.